0: On this edition of Larry the Golf Guy, we talk with our good friend um, Brady Riggs. It's been too long since we've had him on the show. He um, last talked with us in early June um, about the U.S. Open and Live Golf and a variety of things. And um, Brady, as, as you may know if you've listened to prior episodes, is... Been a top 100 teacher for, oh gosh, I think 15 years now um, in the United States. Um, he is um, in the SCPGA um, Hall of Fame for teaching um, and um, you know, has people at all levels in golf, um, from tour level down to um, folks like me. Um, And um, he is uh, always fun to talk to. And we cover a lot of ground here. We kind of catch up on where we are with Liv. And and then given that we've kind of wrapped up the um, uh, men's tour, we talk about um, where we are in the men's game. And we spend a fair amount of time on the ladies game as well and where that is, um, and, and talk at all also about some of the things, um, on the live issue of what the PG tour has done in response to live. So, um, wide ranging conversation as it always is and, and great fun as it always is with Brady. So, uh, hope you enjoy it. Upcoming next, um, Brady Riggs on this episode of Larry, the golf guy. Well welcome to another edition of Larry the Golf Guy and we have uh, our special reoccurring guest it's been too long since we've had him Um, the one and only Brady Riggs top 100 teacher Um, and um, Brady great to see you thanks for making time for this today.
1: Yeah Larry I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh it, right so, brady, so so for our listeners uh brady and i played today earlier today um so um we did see each other already today but this will be fun always is so brady let me um it has been a while since we chatted i i'm trying to remember the last show i know we did some stuff on the majors but it's been several months we talked a little bit about live at the time it was kind of um just sort of getting started now we're sitting here um as we end september so almost four months passed when things got rolling uh in london at the first event um and so i think it's a good good opportunity to sort of sit back and uh at least at this juncture we're far from over um uh, maybe we're in the second inning of that but um kind of look back and sort of see what do we think of live so far would we say it's been a success in terms of the players they've gotten uh we'll get into what the tour has done in response but kind of like the top line what would you say are you surprised with the players they've gotten versus what Hmm. you expected or kind of how how do you think
1: that's an interesting question um i'm not surprised at most of the players that have gone there you know, that that's not surprising that those of... It's, it's interesting that almost everyone that I thought would go went. <laughs> so that's <laughs> kind of funny. Um, I think, you know, everybody has a reason. They're either ignorant. They're young and ignorant, right? So Taylor Gooch. But I'm not going <laughs> to name names, right? They're old, washed up, and they've got nothing left. <laughs> Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter... Um, Henrik Stenson they're, they're probably morally bankrupt even though they know better because they've got so many gambling debts that there's no other way out for them I can't imagine who that one's
0: describing I can't That's imagine a mystery who one. that
1: would be <laughs> um, they're amateurs who for some reason you know, they're either just turned pro or they're ams they think that this is going to get them somewhere they're just foolish, naive you know, you don't make it on the PJ Tour. You're nobody. I'm sorry. I don't care what. You... So, and then, you know, you have the Cameron Smith. Yeah, I get that. I mean, Kepka's body's trash. That makes sense. Bubba's game is Bubba. Bubba's an idiot. We all know that. Um, But he prayed on it. Good for him. But, like, I just think, you know, overall, like, Cameron Smith's obviously the loss, right? I mean, to the world of golf, he's yes. the guy. DJ, DJ's. What, you know what? What? Do you, what? What could we say about D.J. that hasn't already been said? But Cameron Smith is the loss. You know, he's the one that's sad to see go. I mean, answer is a good player, but he never won anything. Nobody's crying a river for that. How long? Um, Joaquin Neiman's going to be relevant before his back goes the way of Will Zalatoris? I don't know. Um, but Cameron Smith is the loss. He's the guy that you would like to see play in the majors and be mm-hmm. a relevant player in the world stage because he's that good but you know i mean he has a mullet so are we that surprised you know that this is a decision that he made i mean i, I don't know larry like it's so it's it, it's it's just a complete lack i think of perspective on their parts or maybe that is their perspective that they just don't care about the game i mean I remember a kid from LA who had that same attitude that I spent a lot of time with, who just didn't care, you know, about the the majors and the, and the significance of what he just wanted the money. And he was a phenomenal player in Anthony Kim, you know, yeah. and Anthony yeah. just didn't care about that stuff. And, and maybe Anthony was the, that guy back then, you know, but he had nowhere else to go. Um, I'd like to think that Anthony wouldn't have done that because Tiger and him were friends and maybe there would have been a little influence there, but, I mean, I think from the player's perspective, the players that are on a PGA tour are not happy with those guys. I mean, they're yeah. suing them. Right. So it's a personal, that's personal. And they signed contracts just like everybody else. They're members of the PJ tour. It was all right in front of them. They knew exactly what they had to do to keep their membership. They knew what they could not do. They chose otherwise. And now, at the and after it's all said and done, now you want to complain. It's not fair. I mean, give me a break. You know, what are, what are we talking about here? We're, we're all adults, these guys are professionals. They know what they're signing up for, and so you know, they, I, I don't. I'm not going to miss any of them. That's for sure. Golf's not going to have any problems. PG Tour is still going to thrive. Best players in the world are going to get there. The the John, you know, Kim's of the world, they're going to come out and, and play and and be factors and guys that maybe wouldn't have otherwise gotten opportunities are going to. They're mm-hmm. going to step into the limelight, which is cool. Yeah, but. You know, I th- I think the tour a, the, the live tour is a joke. I mean fifty-four holes with no cut. You can't qualify for the tour. You you know, there's there's no like there's no way on or off the tour, except however, whoever says you come in on, on and off the tour. I mean, what do they expect? They, they really think they're gonna go world breaking points on these events, they're not going to. And once everybody falls <laughs> out, this is this is their and they know it. This is their conundrum. And then these clowns are playing in the BMW a few weeks ago. You know that never would play in the BMW, and they're playing in it. And oh, I forgot Sergio too. You know, as another person that took the took the money and ran. I don't know, man. The whole thing's just—it's a shame because I think a lot of people are tired of it. That were that are in golf, like you and I, that love the yeah, game. Yeah, we're sick of it. We just want to watch the golf. Yeah, you know. And I'm not saying anybody should shut up and dribble. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, I think it's good that Rory's and JT have kind of taken the taking the ball and run with it but it'll shake out, man. That tour is not for long. You know, it's the NFL. It's not for long. It's not going to last. There's no way <clears throat> Saudis are going to keep put, putting up money for something that's not going to achieve their goal. And then where are these guys going to be?
0: So that's, you touched on a couple of things. I was going to ask you, good segues there. So on what you just said, That's kind of what Trevino said, um, you know, a few weeks ago that that's Mm -hmm. trying to remember the way he phrased it, something like that. Sales not going to stay, stay, uh, stay connected. I mean that, you know, it's going to fall down. Um, That sounds like what you think. You don't think you don't see this surviving because you don't think that the um, Saudis will keep just pumping money in um, at some point. Sounds like,
1: I mean, I, what do I know about what the Saudis are going to do? Right. I'm a golf teacher, what do I know? But it doesn't seem like, lo- it's not a business model, right? No, no I and mean, no they're not isn't. in this to make money, and that's why the whole, well, it's competition, you know, it's not competition. One is running a business, and the other one is sports washing. Right. One has an unlimited uh, amount of funds, and the other one does not. You know, one doesn't care about the product, the other one, I mean, it's just, one is competitive, the other one isn't. Right. And there is not, it's not a competitive tour. It's the the DP World Tour, that's a competitive tour, right? Right. They still have the same thing. You got qualify for the tour. You got you got a cut. You get all that stuff. That's a competitive tour. The Live is not a competitive tour. It lives in an exhibition. It's what it is. So I don't I don't understand if they don't get the bump out of this that they were looking for. Why would they continue to do that? You know, it doesn't make it doesn't make logical sense to me. But like I said, I what the hell do I know? But it just it doesn't seem like this is a this is not a long term thing, in my opinion. That's going to last. I just don't see it happening.
0: And you, you also touched on the world ranking points, which is seems to me kind of a little bit where the rubber hits the road, because as you ticked off there, I mean, they don't have the um characteristics that the world ranking uh, folks require, you know, a cut, you know, right. getting on the tour, all the things you ticked off. There's like, I think four or five different categories that Live has currently configured just don't meet. And this is not the case of the world ranking folks just coming out with this for live. This is long established, you know, objective criteria. So, you know, you've got people like DJ, for example, you know, who's falling like a rock. They all are in the world ranking points because the way that system works, if you're not, you know, playing regularly and gaining points, you're going to fall pretty quickly. And um, I guess, you know, it's interesting because it kind of in some sense takes a little of the pressure off the majors. I mean, who knows what Augusta is going to do. It's invitational, but sure. you, know, you could sort of keep your existing criteria. Um, and, you know, and obviously people like Cam Smith, who just won a major would be qualified, but people who are getting in through off the world ranking thing, they're not going to be able to do it if you're at live.
1: They're going, oh, where are they going to go? Right. I mean, if you've won a major, that's one thing. If you don't want a major in that, in this window Right. Then you're going to have trouble, right? And then what's the Masters going to do, Larry?
0: I don't what know. You know, do? it's um, we don't. You know, the Masters, of course, is famously secretive. Um, we have a little window into it from some of the pleadings um, that lived it in the there a complaint um, suggesting that you know Fred Ridley had had certain conversations with. Jay Monahan and you know and you know and, and uh, about whether these folks would you know uh, not be invited or whatever I, I really I'm I really am curious I really don't know I mean how awkward is that champions dinner going <laughs> to be if you've got let's let me know, off the top of my head I've got Sergio I've got Patrick Reed um I've got DJ um and you know, they're all in the room with everyone else. Um, and you know, there's been some harsh words and 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 indeed as you were pointing out, um, you know, some of those folks are parties to a lawsuit against the PGA Tour. So I mean, it's gonna be an awkward thing if they keep that. Um, but um I don't know. I'm really Well, concerned. Sergio
1: Phil, Phil Phil, I'm forgetting. Sergio Phil course, Bubba. Right? Yeah. Sergio Bubba, Phil, yeah, Phil right. Bubba. Sergio Phil Bubba and DJ. And Patrick, there's a dy- there's a, yeah, there's a dynamic five some right there to, to talk about. I mean, it's just, I mean, Sergio, yeah. what he did when he left after the first round because he wasn't going to, you know, make the oh, cut, then he shows and he up screwed at the football his football
0: game. Yeah,
1: he's <laughs> a tool, man. I mean, he, he screwed his his fellow Spaniard out of being in that tournament, which is I what totally. John Rahm was so upset about, right? Exactly. So right. like, th- there, this is a character. This <laughs> is a character thing. It's a character thing, right? So this isn't just that they joined. Them. These guys, a lot of these guys, this is who they are. This is who they are. So I'm not, not surprising to see these choices being made, but in right. any way, shape or right. form. And, right. you know, it does sort of pull back the curtain on who we are cheering for on the PGA Tour and who, who as fans, if we're watching the tour and we're rooting for certain guys, you know, we, we always knew a little bit about them, just enough to make us a little uncomfortable. If we were rooting for them, now we know way too much about them. Right. You know, and it just, it furthers, I'm, I'm proud of myself that I was in the Rory camp all along and always thought the world of him. And obviously I'm on one side of this argument and not afraid to be on it. And I think, you know, Rory's taken a different, he's taken a different role in the game rather than being the world number one player or whatever, number two or three or whatever he is at the time. He's, he's now, he's playing a massive role you know and he's he's really done an inc- think about how good he played with all of that crap going on. he That's arguably had
0: i you know i obviously he's had years like 2014 i think it was when he won two majors you know but um and he didn't win a major this year but i mean he was so close and i mean i think you could make an argument just quality of his play this year was as good as he's ever been while all this has been going on with him playing the leadership role. Mm-hmm. As long as we're talking about him, though, I have to sort of ask, I mean, he'd come out this week um, and um, uh, I think he's over at the Dunhill Cup at St. Andrews and, you know, has been talking about how well the two sides need to sort of get together and talk. And I, I'm not sure what there is to talk about. I mean, you know, first of all, it's, exactly. it's a little hard to have a conversation with someone who's suing you. But I mean, you know, beyond that, I'm not sure what the, conversation is i mean you know it's like you, they want to zig pj tour is zagging i mean there's just you know if they want to go play play there but i mean i don't see how the pj I mean, the pj tour you alluded to the contracts all these guys signed they did for a reason right i mean the pj tour is selling the media rights for all these guys and stuff they're not just throwing out these regulations which obviously have been there for a long time before live just for the hell of it i mean that's the product i mean you can't sort of have people on a tour without having these rules or you kind of don't you, your value of what you're selling in networks goes down. So I'm not sure what there exactly is to talk But Larry
1: about. on that point I I want to ask you a question on that point because I think that's a that's the valid point, right? Is the PJ Tour brand is that's what drives all everybody that's in the game that we know their name is because of the PJ Tour.
0: Right. Right.
1: So I would <clears> ask you this question. Yeah. And I know you could name you could name an event on the DP World Tour, right? Can you name an event on the DP World Tour?
0: Oh, sure. I mean, we just talked about yeah, because you, yeah.
1: you watch it. Yeah, yeah. You get the BMW, you got the Scandinavian Masters, whatever. One, we right. could, we could, yeah, we could go through. Right? Name an event on the Corn Ferry Tour.
0: Uh oh. Um, whatever the Corn Ferry yeah. Championship is, I mean, but the <laughs> name, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's what I am saying, right? Like that says a lot about the PGA tour and what it means to be on that tour. I could, I could tell you maybe one or two events on the corn fairy. And I've been, I've been at those events. And I'm embarrassed to say that many of the events I've been on at the corn fairy, I don't remember the name of the event. <laughs> right. Let's be So like, it's, it doesn't mean anything. You win a corn fairy event, you've won a corn fairy event. You didn't win. The blah 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 classic, right? Yeah, like you right? won it the LA
0: Open or whatever. Yeah, right. It
1: doesn't it doesn't carry that cachet. You didn't win. Yeah. You didn't win at Bay Hill or Memorial, Right. Or, right. you know, you, it, none of those things happen, right? So Hilton Head, you know, these are all they all have their own sort of niche kind of yeah.
0: and their own fields. History. We yeah.
1: know but, exactly, yeah. and it matters. So there is no way on earth anybody's going to give a shit about a live event. Who cares? Who honestly cares? They're not playing 72 holes. It's what, 48 guys or something, some stupid team thing. Who cares about that? This is purely 100% about money. Yeah. And that's just not compelling. I don't care what guys are making on the PGA tour when they win a tournament. I don't care. I cared when I was making a percentage of the money that the guys were making. (laughs) That that was really interesting, you know? Like, what's he making this week? What's my number? Where's my where's my calculator? But honestly, other than that, I never cared what they made because they're trying to win that tournament, you know?
0: Right, right.
1: And maybe that's me as a traditionalist or you know, somebody who's romantic about athletics where I still think it matters that, you know, you win. But I think that there's a lot of us out there that feel that way. Yeah. And the yeah. PGA tour is special because it's the PGA tour. And yeah, you may not know the new guys coming down on the tour, but we didn't know Will Zalatoris three years ago, right? No, we didn't know Scottie Scheffler so three Smith years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: hundred percent, right? These are the guys are the best players in the world. So this is how they get there. They go through the corn ferry. We don't know any of those tournaments, but then they get to the PGA tour and we're like, who's that guy? Some rookie. Oh, he won't laugh. And then you see his name a few more times. And then all of a sudden he's on a Ryder Cup team right right and he's number 1 in the world like Scotty Scheffler and then oh he came out of nowhere dude's been winning golf tournaments since he was like 10 <laughs> right you know right right he, he was a stud you just didn't know who he was cuz you don't want to watch college golf right you didn't watch corn ferry tour you didn't watch right. all those he was, right. he never stopped winning golf tournaments this is not new for this dude totally but true. he got to the highest level and that's i think the pj tour still stands it's going to stand apart it's always going to be like even world golf championship events I could care less about the fact that it's a world golf championship event. I actually have less interest in a world golf championship event than I do a regular PGA tour event. I don't know if you feel the same way.
0: Well, I, yeah, the, the ones that I have the most interest in are things that have some history to it. So, I mean, I love, you know, watching, you know, Riviera for, you know, the Genesis, um, cause I can remember, I can think back to Gil Morgan winning it over Nicholas that's 40 yeah. years ago, probably more than 40 years ago. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, I, or, or Robert Allenby hitting that three wood in the playoff on 18 in the driving rain right. for the second shot, you know, where they're hitting wedges now, but, you know, you know, it was into the wind. And so, I mean, all, you know, the, it's got history, um, you know, pebble the same way Bay Hill, the same way. I mean, all of tiger's victories tiger at the memorial um you know those incredible shots that pitch in that he had a couple of times on 14 and 60 i mean all that stuff i mean it's history and um, absolutely i mean it just it's it's meaningful and yeah i mean the pga tour you know events come and events go and everything but sure um there's a lot there's a lot of constancy to it um i mean they played at hilton head Jeepers. I mean, I think that started in the late sixties. Um, and um, so I mean you can't replicate that. Um, but the, but to your other point, I mean, any kind of upstart league would not have the history. So exactly. it's always gonna be at a detriment in that regard. But but to me, you know, and and just put this I'm not that it's not important, it's super important, but put the sports washing thing to one side and just you know, make believe this was funded by Sure. you know Jeff Bezos or something you know um for whatever reason he might want to do it and and put aside the sports right for one sec i mean it's still not compelling because of the format i mean it's 48 players oh, i mean all the things you ticked off no cut i mean it's it's like you know what's it, the last time i saw i don't know when you see shotguns i see them at like member guests i mean you know it's it's you know i i don't this shotgun idea that they have everyone out there at the same time yeah, I actually don't find that compelling a, a, a well-designed golf. I want to see people, you know, finish on the 18th hole. I mean, the 18th at Pebble, I mean, everyone sh- that should be their finishing hole. And, you know, and you, you can kind of keep track of, well, you know, he's still got these holes ahead of him um, to come or whatever. And it's just, I, I, a well-designed course to me has a rhythm to it. The holes are in a certain order for a certain reason. I mean, I mean, what am I going to have? If they were playing Riviera as a shotgun, so some people would finish on 13, some would be, I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, just the whole thing is not compelling to me, apart from the, the you know, source of the You're money, right. which is just a whole nother kettle of fish that makes it that much
1: worse. Can you imagine the Masters as a shotgun? <laughs> it's laughable, right? I mean, it is it's just laughable. laughable. It is laughable. It's laughable. I mean, that I got. Oh, let's start. You're going to start today on on thirteen. Oh, all right. And you're starting on four, and so your last hole is number three. I mean, it's asinine. Yeah. And like you said, a good course has a flow to it. The gallery is building towards the end. The whole right. thing. It's it's the thing is, this shouldn't be about convenience for the players, so you can get more of them to come play to wash the money for you, right? To wash your image. That's the only reason they've set up the tour this way is to get as many guys as they can who want to be rich beyond their wildest dreams, not have to work nearly as hard, have the guaranteed money. You know what? We're only going to do three days, you guys. Three days, you're going to get guaranteed money. We're even going to throw money at you for this stupid team thing. And the four aces might win this week or whatever stupid. Or the niblicks, the it's So beyond, (laughs) right. And then you know what we're even going to do? We're going to do a shotgun so that everybody can just be done at the same time. We're just going to be done at the same time. We don't even need you guys to be out there very long. All we want is you to sign on the dotted line. And then these clowns, these guys, the thing that they're really not putting into, into their coconuts is do they honestly think they're going to have less of a commitment
0: i'm glad you talked about that so and and i'm i haven't sort of been up on all of the filings and you know the wall street journal did a piece a month or two ago they got a hold of one of the contracts they didn't say what player it was but to your point i mean it's not like there are no strings attached i mean besides (laughs) having to play in all of the events um you've got commitments that you're going to get called on bond to make Plus it's, you know, so you've got two sets of things. You've got all these commitments and then you're so limited in sort of, you know, you can't talk to the media unless they've cleared it. And, you know, it's just, you know, the, the way I would encapsulate it all is, you know, when you're on the PGA tour, really, yeah, you have these regulations, you need to get releases, but you don't have a boss. Um, you, you're, you're, you truly are your own boss. Um, these guys that live, they have a boss now, um, and they kind of have to follow the boss's, you know, rules and requirements in a way that's way beyond the PGA Tour, including the number of times they play. So I, I, I totally agree with you that, which is why to me, you know, if someone wants to do it for the money, okay, they're doing it for the money. I mean, at least they're being honest. If it's even if I might look at them, you know, not as well as I might have looked at them before. But when I hear all this stuff about growing the game um, and, or I want to spend more time with my family, I mean, not just the number of events, look where they're going. I mean, all over the world, Thailand, Jetta, you know, I mean, they ain't going to be spending more time with their family. I mean, that, that stuff is just, the BS is just intolerable to me, that aspect of it. Yeah. There's a lot of
1: it. There's so much of it. Right. Oh my God. Plus like, they they can't even say they're not going to be able to say they think they they think Jay was tough on them when they had a a beef with something, right? right they can't right. say one word negative about this tour that they're on. They can't they have to wear the gear, right? They have to wear the team right. When gear, that case some became an crap. issue with
0: the BMW, right?
1: They're all losing their contracts with their with sponsors, right? Right. I mean, right. this is one thing after another is happening. I mean, they're, they're, whoever their agents are should really, you know, maybe be looking for new clients because they they have basically sold themselves to this tour. Totally, they they have. There is no other route for them, right? And I and I don't know how. I said I don't know what's going to happen once once the well runs dry, which it will, but. They're they're in for they have they really have not thought this through in my opinion very well, which based on who we're talking about isn't <laughs> that surprising.
0: <laughs> I can't disagree with any of that. What do we think about some of the changes and they're pretty significant that the PGA tour has done, certainly in part in response to this? I mean, just you know, to hit some of the highlights, I mean, killing the wraparound season which I think is, you know, good riddance. I thought that never should have been done. So uh, I'm glad to see that. Only 70 qualifying for the playoffs. And it's unclear what's going to happen in the fall. But the main tour is now going to be January to, you know, the end of August. And the fall, you know, if you're not in top 125, you can sort of make a run for it, I guess, is what I understand. And then there'll be some global series events. But, I mean, I think the key thing, you know, for people listening to this is, the, when you had the wraparound, I mean, in all those tournaments in the fall, were counting for FedEx Cup point. You kind of felt a little pressure that you know if you weren't playing in the fall, you were going to fall behind, um, which sure. is rational. So now you really, you know, if you're if you're qualified and you're in that top seventy, I mean, you're really going to have an off season now, which I think is good. I mean, and 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 because you, you need to rest, you need to sort of recharge your batteries. So there's that they're pumping in obviously a lot more money. They've elevated, um, you know, 12 events. um, And, you know, they're actually going to right now, before these changes, I think it was 15 events you had to play. But now, and this is really the key, I think of what they're doing, they're going to have to have the quote, top players playing at least 20 events. So it's going to be 12 elevated events, um, four majors, the players. So that gets you to 17. And then I think they're going to rotate another three elevated events. So that gets you to 20 and the top players, you might ask, well, how are they going to determine who the top players are? And this is what's interesting to me. Apparently it's done by the PIP, the player impact program. So, you know, this is where it starts slipping from you
1: know, meritocracy into exactly, into
0: exactly. You yes. predicted exactly where I'm going with this It's exactly now, you know, you know, to be fair here, I mean, you know, to the extent the PGA tour was trumpeted, we're a meritocracy. We're not like those guys over there. Now I've got this, you know, pimp thing, this player impact program, which is, you know, it ain't a tournament, I mean, that's just kind of, you know, who's out there on, getting all the hits on social media and we're putting a hundred million dollars into that 15 million to the top player in PIP. I mean, that sounds to me like guaranteed money. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, and that's establishing who our stars are. I mean, um, I, I just want to pause and look, cause I kind of have a little trouble with that. I mean, I, I get sure. the notion of having the top players, but if you were to tell me, okay, that I mean, let me finish that thought and I cut that off. I get the notion the top players. you want them playing more often? That was the big meeting at Delaware when, you know, Tiger flew up with Ricky and they met, you know, um, during the playoffs there. I get that. I think I, everyone would agree it's a more compelling product if we have the top players playing together more often. So I don't have any argument with that, but you know, you would think the top player. I mean, why don't we do it off a list of something that reflects actual performance as opposed to like whose name is out there? And I mean, not to cast dispersions on Ricky, who, you know, is great, but he's like the exact person that you could see. I mean, he's struggling, right? He's barely right. in the top 125. He's going back to Butch. We'll see if that helps him. But, you know, he's probably someone who could get into the PIP because he just, just, he's so got so much of a media presence, social media presence, even though he's like 125. <laughs> I mean, it's like now it sounds like we're guaranteeing money to the folks that are popular as opposed to the people who are playing with. Anyways, I'm going on and on. But you see where I'm no, going but, with that. I mean, it just I, yeah, probably... and
1: I there's the clown car. Here comes the clown car, right? <laughs> like you, you just basically you've become that which you despised, right? Right. You've said exactly. this is why this is why we're different. This and now you're not so different. Right. right. It's not a good look. And then, you know, I think one of the worst things that happened to BJ Tour was when Gary McCord et al.
0: Yeah.
1: made it an 125 all exempt. Yeah. Because there's so many guys that are just, they were making so much money just keeping their card. Yeah. Just keeping their card. And then you had all these extra tournaments that were the, the natural evolution. They had to get starts, right? You got to give them some starts and then you have the world golf championship things, you know? And so it just fractured, like it, it's further pushed the players that had guaranteed starts with guaranteed money who were hardly, they had to really play like shit to lose their card. Let's just be honest, right? right? right. I mean, Ricky played some god-awful golf.
0: He sure did. To get
1: to the point where he was. Terrible golf. And only by the grace of Patrick Reed and the other live guys did he keep his card. Right? And maybe Ricky will turn the corner. Who knows? But, you know, those guys that were hovering from 100 to 125, you know, they had a good living, and they didn't have to play great golf. Right. And it, it basically stopped a lot of guys from coming up that were younger to get onto right. that tour. Right. And it took them longer. Now, great players are going to get there. 100%. They're going to get there. But if you really want it to be competitive, it should have been a lot fewer in the all exempt. And then you should, again, do everything you can to make it based on your play. Right. Because that's what you're saying separates you. And it does separate you. But if you're going to determine, you know, starts and and bonus money and all that crap based on that that's a bad look man it's a bad I look agree. and I'm, i don't know what it's gonna be you know i, I think they're probably working on a lot of those details and they're probably listening to people not very happy about it that have a voice not me more you than I know with this podcast, <laughs> but maybe, you know, if if the shambles of the world and, yeah. you know, Eamon Lynch and those guys are out, you know, banging the drum and saying, Hey, you know, wait a second. We said what made PJ PGA tour special was that it is a meritocracy. And if it stops being one, you're going to have difficulty separating the two. Right. And it, look, it's still, it still is right now, but they've got to get the dust to settle and see where things have actually fallen before they before they continue to bang that drum that they're different. Because if they're like you said, if they're not different, then they're not different. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, a, it's an unfortunate mistake because but it's part of the thing too. Like I think so many of us that are in the game that love the game and love the tour and love professional golf are so sick of hearing about it and talking I know. about it. I, know. I am I am long since over it. You know, I mean Greg, go ahead and have your stupid tour. Put your bronze statue of yourself on your front lawn. Um, talk about, you know, I just don't care. I'm so over you. I don't care. You know, we all know what happened in 96. We're never going to forget it. You know, it's going to always be your legacy. <laughs> not to mention 84 and, you know, and 86 and some other wonderful what times. You mean the happened.
0: Saturday slam? The Saturday slam?
1: Saturday slam, you know, like it's just, it's never going to go away. I'm sorry. It's never going to be anything, but yeah. And you've played in, I've, I have choked away zero majors and played in none. I, I grant you everything, but you're still a clown, you know, and this tour is a joke and it's, and it's not competitive, you know, like you, you should have to get on the tour because you qualify for it. You should lose your status. If you don't play well, there should be a cut. There should be opportunities for how does a normal person get on the lift tour? How how's a guy gonna plan his way on the lift tour?
0: I I it's 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 a mystery.
1: So so don't talk talk to me about word ranking points. It's well, in no, it's a exactly, freaking yeah. charter. I, you I can't
0: I, say it. I totally agree. So I just hope, I mean, I'm I'm totally with you. I just hope the P. I, the pip stuff, when they, when that was their definition of sort of the players that have to go into the mandatory 20 events, that's what gave me pause. But they are working a lot of this out. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But, um, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I mean, Jay Monahan said all the right things in the beginning, including that this is an irrational economic actor with a bottomless thing. That's not the way we're going to compete. And yet it's, you know, they're doing stuff to, I understand they have to be sensitive to, you know, not losing more players. But I think if you're going to tell me the reason I'm staying, and they're all making plenty of money. And I mean, if, if, if you're going to tell me the reason I'm saying is because I'm special, because on this tour, it's a meritocracy. Don't kind of, that's your touchstone. Don't leave it or don't don't stray too far from it. Um, yes. And, and um, there are a lot more of a meritocracy than live, but I hate to see him straying for it one other uh but that that that's uh, we'll see what happens i i got this is kind of peripheral to live not really related but um it's kind of news this week um with uh, i know one of your favorites patrick reed um oh, the yeah. um this lawsuit i thought the first lawsuit was crazy um and um if you read the complaint it was it was almost comical um and the first news item this week was oh it's been withdrawn and i'm thinking oh great you know sanity has prevailed then like the next shoe to drop is well Mm -hmm. it actually got refiled in a different jurisdiction so the original was in uh southern district of texas i think in houston the new one's in florida i don't i'm not aficionado on florida juries versus texas juries i'm not sure what that's getting but he adds more journalists um so now you know in addition to brando we have you know people like eamon lynch shane bacon you know got a few more companies it's just it's craziness i mean 750 i don't know what the new one was the old one was 750 million in damages i mean i mean what the heck's up with this guy
1: i i asked you this earlier like what lawyer would take this case right like right. who? Who in their right mind? And well, there's, the, there's you know, Larry claimants the, the, a little there's, shaky, right? There's the, there was the problem. Who in their right mind, right? So, like, what right. the, did he just go away? You know, can he just go away already? He's go with your fake. You know, he has his fake Twitter account and the whole thing. That
0: oh, I know, I that, know.
1: It's like I. He's so tiring. He's such. He's so tiring. From the putting the club behind the ball and puffing down the grass and the roughs to get the nice oh. and then the. Yeah, sand and the
0: well, and the whole history from college, painful. right? I mean, you know, I mean, this isn't just the first thing wasn't on the mm-hmm. pro tour that followed Ron in college. I know it's kind of, it's kind of amazing. Um, the one other thing I'll just sort of say, and I mean, I just, I, I, I keep thinking about this is, um, you alluded to this earlier. Um, I don't know what goes on in the mind of Phil. Um, I never have um, but you know allegedly, um you know he's i mean we all know about the gambling, but allegedly you know these were really serious debts and you know right. and and maybe that's what motivated him getting you know what was been reported to be two hundred and thirty million dollars. but I just have to stand back and say, Here's a guy, love him or hate him, and there's plenty of people who are in one camp or the other lots of people love them lots of people despise them but you know he kind of reaches um i don't know if a zenith but just a tremendous achievement winning the pga winning a major at 51 you know and it's just adoring you know fan i mean just an outpouring of of um you know adulation for him. you know and that was only you know less than a year and a half ago and now it's like he's like it's like he's like disappeared and when he opens his mouth it's like i call him lobotomy phil i mean it's like he's been <laughs> lobotomized in terms of what he says uh so he's not even entertaining in that but isn't it kind of remarkable to say but here's a guy with six majors already in the hall of fame you know i think you know with ty i mean obviously second to tiger but over 25 30 years the number two guy in the game and it's like he's totally screwed his legacy. It seems to
1: me. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was always sort of, uh, as my daughters would say, extra, you know, Oh, <laughs> uh, he's extra, you know, with the, you know, the coffee and the calves and the, all that stuff, but it, he was moderately entertaining at least, you yes. know? Yes. So now he's just, like somebody ripped his soul out. Really, he, I exactly. think he ripped his own soul. He, out. he did it himself. He did it or... to himself. He did it to himself. So, like, what was what was at least moderately entertaining is now boring. I mean, he's a shell of who he was, which is which is sad. It shows you what addiction can do, and and the damage that that he's done to his family and himself. And and now he's he he knows better. That's the thing. Like, I think a lot of these guys. Like I was saying before, they yeah, all have their know. reasons yeah. for doing it, but, but, but they he may not better. know better. Yeah. He but he better. better. He knows better. He yeah. knows. He knows. exactly what he's. He he, as uh, you know, from Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's average, which one it was, but when George Clooney says, "You shook Sinatra's hand, you knew better," you know, <laughs> right? Phil really- Phil shook. He shook Arnie's hand. He knew better. Yeah, he knew better. This was this was not he knows exactly what he's done and how he's tarnished his legacy and tarnished the PGA tour. And that will be his legacy. Yes. The golf was, was good. You know, it's great golf. And he, he was always just as capable of blowing up as, you know, blowing people away with this game. You never knew what was going to happen with him, but man, I mean, you'll never look at him the same. I'll never look at him. the same. No one,
0: no one will. And, 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 you know, the thing is about golf, right? I mean, you know, you kind of, as you retire, you know, you, you know, whether you play on the senior tour or not, I mean, he had started playing on the senior tour and not surprisingly had great success. You know, he he would have been a Ryder cup captain. You could have seen if we advanced the clock 15 years, 20 years, he and tiger being the honorary starters at the masters and stuff. I mean, what, I mean, I, he's it's i just i i look i i've never met the guy i obviously don't know him at all but i just got to wonder on the one hand he knows better 100% agree with you but on the other hand do you ever sit back and think what the heck have i done here i mean he's totally yeah. just i mean you wouldn't be human if you didn't think that right i mean i don't poof, know maybe he's
1: poof. poof it's all poof it's up in smoke it's all gone you know he would sign autographs he was he was doing he He learned from Arnie, yes, kind he of did. what to do, yes, and then he threw it all away. exactly. threw it all away. And, I just and there's find no it. going back
0: there I don't there's clearly no going back and and you know, he sat there for months after the whole thing blew up when Shipnuck's um uh, yeah. quotes from the book got published in February. and I mean, he just he managed to blow him. How about blowing yourself up? Blowing yourself up with everybody back in February. And he goes off and he takes a few months. And, you know, he's he's spending time with his family and thinking about it. And you you heard people like, you know, Nance, Jim Nance talk to him, uh, Seth Wall from the PGA had talked to him. You know, you're thinking what well, he's thinking about, it, he's thinking about, it. and, you know, then he just casts his lot with them. I I don't know. It's just it's just breathtaking to think of somebody falling as far and he's he's like an irrelevancy now. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's sad at some level. In any event, so much for those guys. PGA Tour is wrapped up for the year. um, And um, Scheffler had an incredible
1: year. We kind of agree
0: properly he's the player of the year.
1: It's kind of hard to argue with that. You know, I mean, the consistency was there from start to finish. You know, and obviously Cameron Smith had a pretty good year too, but I think Scheffler's the player of the year, you know, I really do. I mean, it started kind of in October, right? Yes. And that, that, I know that's not supposed to count, but it counts for me, you know, like he, he, he came into that Ryder cup as an unknown in a certain, at a certain point, right. He hadn't proven it on that level and left that Ryder cup, a completely different guy confidence wise and carried that momentum into a major championship, contending in almost every event he ever he played it all year long. Right, he was in it all the time. Yeah, he had all, and that, then I mean, he
0: had won like four out of six starts. And and I crazy. I totally agree with you about the Ryder Cup. I will confess. Um, in fact, I think you and I may have done a pod back then. We probably probably on the record on this, but I will confess. I actually I really questioned him being picked for it because I'm of the mindset that to play in a Ryder Cup, I want to see you have. Brought home a victory first on the PGA Tour because I think you know closing the deal is hard and and I think it's hard to be successful in the Ryder Cup if you haven't closed the deal. He just blew that away. I mean, he came into that Ryder Cup and his performance was just unbelievable and 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 that yeah. supercharged him into the the year. And then, I mean, at, at the Masters, I mean that you know shot on Saturday when he had to take the penalty on eighteen. 18- Look at that foreign like 230 plus yards uphill you know what a great bogey that was and then of course laser you know that a laser an absolute laser and then you know on, on three the next day i mean that when he ran that chip in i mean it's just just unbelievable i mean and the thing that's amazing to me about it, i mean i remember him winning at bay hill and <clears throat> he had some scruffy holes but man he would make, I mean, he got up and down and stuff. I mean, for, a you know, big guy, he's got soft hands and he's impressive. I mean, he, his short I think game that's
1: impressive. You, you just said it, Larry. That's what's impressive the most. Like his golf swing is a little, it's got a little funk you know, to it. Don't you think? As you got some <laughs> funk. It's kind of like, um, you know, I was trying to think of the best way to describe it. He's got like, his tires aren't even matching, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's got one hub cap off, but the dude, like he, he can really, really get it in the hole around the greens. I mean, yeah. he's got speed esque qualities to it. Yes, and yeah. I think the two of them, like two of the guys in the world where you're like, it doesn't matter where he hit it. Cause he's making par, right. You know, and that's a, but it's hard to deal with people like that. No, oh. I mean we proved today that you know <laughs> ball striking doesn't doesn't win golf tournaments, right? Like,
0: yeah, you got to put it I in mean, the hole.
1: You got to get yeah. in the hole. You know, like that just matters somewhere along the way. It's really disturbing. I mean, Hogan was right; it should have only counted for a half a shot got the green. Yeah, we, we would have had yeah. much better time to. Do
0: that. It's true. No, it's but, absolutely but true.
1: Like Scheffler's, he's got those. He's got chops, man. He's got chops around the green. He's got chops. He's impressive. And I think like Max Home is getting into that place too, you know, where yes, he's got a good golf swing, he hits the ball really well, but he's also got that short game. And if there's anybody right now coming up that's, you know, he's not an unknown, the guy obviously very good players, won enough one golf tournaments, but he's starting to kind of crack into that you expect now in a major that Max Homa is going to do something because he hasn't been very effective in majors so far.
0: No, but I, I, I would keep your eye on max at LACC. I mean, Mm. I still remember the 61, um, in the pac 10 or 12, whatever championship when he was on the Cal team. Um, and I would keep your eye on him for that tournament. That's my prediction.
1: Well, he's an LA guy, as he said, he's one of the LA champions. So I think, um, it's weird, man. Like horses for courses, right? Look at Fitzpatrick at Brookline, and totally you know, right. Some guys just like they get inspired at the right place, and it's just, um, I mean, LA's always had that, right? It always had that. I mean, whether it was couples or you know, it was Bubble Watson, Bubba, unfortunately, yeah, and Bubba. There, there's and there's other guys that have just always played well in LA, and then yeah. there's guys that have never played well at LA, including. Probably Tiger. two greatest players who ever lived. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger and, Jack and Jack never
0: did. Yeah, they never
1: did. Could never do a damn thing
0: there. They really you know, couldn't.
1: Could not bust. I mean, a great Tiger car.
0: Jack came close, right? I mean, he almost tracked down Hal Sutton in the he PGA did. at Riviera, and he was close when with Gil Morgan, uh, but but he didn't he, he he didn't get it either. And and of course, Tiger famously has not done well at all at Riviera. So um, you're absolutely right. The two greatest not not there, but um, definitely horses for course. I mean. Look at Tiger at Bay Hill. I mean, if you look at look, no, I mean, Tiger's obviously phenomenal, but he has a remarkable number of his victories at three courses. And I've lost, well, actually four. I mean, I've lost track of the numbers, but if you look at just, you know, at uh, Torrey Pines, you know, the Bay Hill, all the Arnie Palmer classics, he's won, Memorial, um whom which one am I? i'm leaving out one more but i mean he's he's really well, augusta well augusta too right but i mean
1: pebble beach
0: he he's really i mean obviously he's great anywhere but he's got a huge number at just right. a few courses and stuff and it's, it's oh, Fire, Sneeze, firestone, was the, firestone was yeah firestone was the other one i was thinking of yeah. but um uh yeah so there are definitely horses for courses so no i agree with you i think max is clearly you know i mean he just what a weird finish that was up in Napa. Right. I mean, what are the odds of him chipping in and, um, Danny will three putting from five feet, but, um, you know, he defends his title. Um, that was bizarre, bizarre, just bizarre. I mean, you could replay that a thousand times and not get that result because that was the only way he was going to outright win is he had to chip it in and Danny had a three putt. But anyways, I think that I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, you mentioned Jordan Spieth when we were talking about Scotty's mm. short game, which I think is an apt comparison. He was in the wilderness for a few years um, after his just, you know, meteoric start to the PGA tour and banking the three majors. Um, he's won a regular tournament, um, won in the Texas Valero a year ago, won Hilton Head thanks to um, Cantley bearing his shot in the bunker uh, on the, on the playoff. Um, do we kind of think he's back? Mm.
1: I think his golf swings gotten better, you know, like, and, and you know how I felt about that the entire time with Cameron McCormick. So I was in the weird camp thinking that he should stay there just because I, at some point had a little experience with people who make a decision to go elsewhere and fall off a cliff.
0: Yes. Yes. Not
1: naming names, but I've seen this happen (laughs) a couple of times. So. But I think I think he's figured out his swing a lot. You know, he's figured out what he needs to do. Yes, he's funky and he's got his weird little rehearsal and all that, but so what? Corey Pavin won a US Open doing that a long time yep, ago, right? Sure so there's some there's some weird stuff that works and this you've got to find your weird stuff. That's what we're all trying to find is our weird stuff. But I'd say like his putting has been the thing that has been holding him back, which is Jeez. ironic. Totally but he definitely seemed to have gathered a little momentum in that more recently, especially during the president's cup where
0: five and oh, right.
1: Yeah. Five, five o, and oh yeah. is a pretty good member a uh, record in a in in a in a team event. I mean he he and Justin are pretty formidable. You know, that's oh, a pretty God. dynamic too. It might be the best since what, like uh thobble and Biasteros or something or something crazy like that. I mean yeah, those guys uh, yeah. are really, really good together.
0: They are. And and of course, I mean, they've grown up. They're very close friends. They Mm -hmm. grew up playing junior golf together. You know, there's that. I'm sure you've seen that wonderful picture of them eating a hot dog and hamburger. They're probably 11 or 12 years old playing in a junior. Great picture. It is a great picture. And you're right. I mean, they are a formidable thing. But, um, yeah, he seems like um, he just misses so many short putts for somebody at that level. I mean, he makes a million medium-length butts, but he does. the short he ones does. are just, you know. Every now and then, I mean, it. He has to miss more short putts for anyone who's a great, great player. Um, that at least comes to mind. I mean, it's just you got to clean that up. I mean, you just you can't be giving away those shots. But um, I agree, there. I mean, I think he's, his swing is in a much better place. Um, so we'll see if we can add to the. I mean, he's got one left. I'm curious. You mentioned Zalatoris's back. I mean, are you? Is that? I, and I, I think I, you and I have never talked about this, but I notice. I think I know where you're going with that. The way he swings and with the strain of his back is that something that you think's a potential danger sign down the road?
1: I do. I do. I think he's. I think he puts a lot of torque on his back in the way that I know hurts it because hurt mine that way too. Yeah. So. You know, I have a lot of experience with having lower back pain when you when you move the way he's moving. He's got some extension in his lumbar spine as he's tilting a lot to the right. Exactly. And he's, right. It's, it's just not the greatest combination that you want to have. It's really hard on your SI joint. Um, I'm obviously not an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> but I have some experience in this area. I don't want to speak and say have somebody say, "Well, what does he know?" I just I've been in the game for forty three years. I've hurt my own back playing the stupid game. I've taught a lot of people with bad backs. I've helped a lot of people with bad backs. You know, when you look at that combination, as I do with Walking Neiman, it's yeah. it's a little scary. I think Walking Neiman's a little better place with his back because he's bending more forward and down, whereas Al Torres right. is doing it more with his his navel going towards the target line and the target sort of at the same time. It's kind of working on a 45 degree angle, but I, I just think he's, he's in a tough spot. He's not a big dude, man. You know, like, yeah. you know, we there's ways to create speed. Talked about it a lot. One of them, Rory adopted because he knew that he was probably going to have some back trouble was he added mass to take away the deceleration and almost reversal of this hipster impact. That you see in players like Lexi Thompson and uh, Lord Davies and some other players, so he he took that away and added mass to help him with his back. Right? It was a, I think it was a business decision, and it was a good one. And Zalatoro, who Zalatoro is a phenomenal player and an incredibly good ball striker. Like he is, yeah, he is, he's great. A, a, he's elite, elite ball striker. So it's not like his swing is bad. You know, I'm not criticizing his golf swing. I'm just saying that physically it looks like that could be problematic for him going forward and i think that's something they need to address you know if he's going to be um if he's going to be a guy who's around for a long time then they're gonna have to work on that and whether you add some mass to him which is obviously difficult to do if you're at your build or not you just you can't ignore those things you know you can't ignore that you i mean how old is he Twenty. Six or seven or whatever oh, that he be, is.
0: can't be, can't be, can't be even that old. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, no, twenty-five, he's
1: like, whatever he is. Yeah, he's he's already having some significant lower back pain that yes. made him shelf it for months. Right, it's not normal. It's not a good you sign.
0: Know? Not a no, good sign. it's
1: not a good sign. And it it should be something like that. They work on it in his team, and I'm I'm sure his team's on top of it, and they're they're working that out right now. But you know, it's it's funny because people don't understand like the. The amount of golf these guys are playing, the amount of balls that they're hitting, the amount of walking that they do, the fitness they have to maintain through working out, and it's a full time job, oh, you know, totally. with your body. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it used to be where you'd you know, grab a beer after the round and hang out and you know, <laughs> those days are over, man. These guys totally. are these guys are in a different world. So it, it takes a lot to play on this level to swing at the speeds that they're swinging at. You can't butt it out there now and play. You got to get a lot out of it. So it's he's going to have to make some changes to to work on his health. And I hope he does because I, I I really man I like that kid. I like every interview that kid's given. You know, yeah, like you he, listen yeah, to him after yeah. he's he is on it, man. Whoever, whether that's his parents or his coaching or whoever <laughs> it was, they did an awesome job. He is he's a righteous kid. He's he's saying all the right things in the right way. Super humble. I think he, I mean, man, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I'm sure they'll figure this out. I hope they do because he's, he's good for the game.
0: I totally agree. Let me ask you about well, one other person before we leave the men's game. Um, Cause I don't think it's another one you and I haven't talked about, but I've been so impressed with his game over the last year or two. And that's Sam Burns. I mean, oh, yeah. I, huh? I mean, what a, I mean, he just, I think his, you talk about elite ball strike. I mean, I think he's, he's impressive.
1: He is he's he's impressive and he's he's got that cool little chip on his shoulder. Yes, you know, yeah. and I really like that in guys. You know, like you got to believe, you got to believe in yourself. You know, if you've made it to that level, you have a massive belief in yourself. You Think about to. how many guys you've had to have beaten over the uh, over oh, your career, right? Yeah. I mean, it's staggering. So these guys, they're good. They're really good, and they, if they're getting to that point where they're starting to win multiple times on the tour, holy cow, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. It's hard to win on the tour once, you know, it's hard to get to the tour. It's like every level, you know, if you're winning three or four times a year on the tour, Oh man, how good is that guy? Yeah. That's a staggering number. You know, that's, that's, that's not, um, that's not a a one-off kind of guy. You know, that's a guy who's, he's an all he's an all day sucker that guy he's going to be around don't you know, expect him to start contending too, more and more in, in bigger events too, because he's he's definitely. It's guys, the guys that can win can win. You know, that's the thing. If they know how to win, then they, they know how to win. It doesn't matter the tournament that they're playing; in, they can win. It's cool. I'm, I, it's been, what a, what a great time like to be. I agree. Watching the game change right before our eyes, you know, it's like Tiger and Phil were hanging on by a thread, you know, and Phil's. Phil cut his own thread,
0: right? You
1: know, Tiger, whether he was texting, did his own thread in, or whatever he did to himself. Unfortunately, you know, but I mean, their their time's over. You know, it's, time's up.
0: It is, it is. But what a great crew! I mean, you've got like you know JT and Jordan, and then behind them, the people we've talked, we've just been talking about Max and Sam Burns and. Um, Will Zalatoris, I mean, all really, really impressive. I, and I, I Scheffler, and Scheffler, right? Of course, and yeah. Cantlay's,
1: Cantlay's, doesn't suck. I yeah, mean, they, yeah. The American team is—they're a deep group, man.
0: They really, and are. even
1: Finau, who you're not really like ever—you don't ever put him in that group of players. He's pretty good.
0: Oh my you God! Know? Yeah, I mean, he's now a good that player. He's, he's oh, he's phenomenal.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a fun time. I think American golf is going to be well. I mean, the Ryder Cup, it it was not like, I mean, DJ obviously has had his career, right? But he was at the, he was going on the other side of it. Kepka, who knows what his body's going to do. DeChambeau, look out for the rope, you know, uh, careful duck <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, Bubba Watson was already done, you know, like yeah. Phil was obviously going to be a captain. He's blown that up and in, into pieces, you know, so the guys that are left are, you know, they're, they're young. They're freaking good. It's a deep team. I, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I think like this could be a this could be a colossal beatdown of Europe in the next Ryder Cup. Oh, I'm. I'm so an anxious epic, to see Rome next year. Deep, I, deep I agree.
0: I mean, you know, we don't. To, I mean, and 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 I've left out a lot of people. You mentioned Cantley. I mean, Xander Shawley certainly has great game. I mean, there, there, it's it is a super yes. deep. Yes, deep team for sure so i i agree i gotta i i gotta we gotta turn to the women's game a little bit um because i mean i know you're a keen observer of that and yes. um a number of things have happened in the women's game since you and i last chatted and i, I i'm pretty sure this was after our last uh, conversation on the pod which is lexi's meltdown at mm-hmm. congressional i mean I was watching that live um, and it was just, you know, as someone personally who was in the putting wilderness for 25 (laughs) years before I went and and became a Southpaw on the greens um, just watching her um, someone, and I'm not particularly enamored necessarily with her swing, but her ball striking is, is, is there's no question. It's elite on the women's tour. And yet, I mean, God, those putts. I mean, how do you come back from that? I mean, you know, that the scarring. Um, I mean, she hasn't won in a couple of years. Um, it's been a while since she won a major. That major seemed like it was teed up for her. Um, and she just let it go on the back nine with those short putts. I mean, that, that I don't remember which hole that was, but that first short one she missed, it couldn't have been more than three feet. And it I don't think it came within six inches of the hole um and
1: once once you miss one of those two yeah right? it's like in your it's, head
0: right i mean wh- how do you sort of deal with that right as a player it's i mean what do you think i mean you think she it, it, that's got to be hard to put in the rearview mirror no
1: it's hard i mean i think her golf swing is probably the best demonstration of how to use the ground and oh, release yeah, the club sure. properly in the game and i know if somebody might be listening to this going oh my god But I'm telling you, like, if you understand ground reaction force and you understand how to create snap, whip, whatever you want to call it through impact, it's astoundingly good. And it's why it's been so good for so long. But you know, as well as anybody that once you, if you have one yip, right, then you are a yipper. That is just the way it is. It isn't (laughs) like, well, I haven't had it happen in a while. (laughs) okay it's coming back you know like it's coming back you're gonna do it again unless you unless you find another way not to do it it can't occasionally happen because the second the weight becomes too much to bear the knees will crumble you know and it's just you can do it on the green you can do it on the whatever it doesn't matter it's still like if it's in you it's in you and so she's got it in her and she's gonna have to come up with another methodology It can't be same old, same old and expect a different result. It's clearly going to happen again. And it's the thing that's the hardest thing to try and explain to somebody. Like, you were smart enough, you tried different things, and you finally did later what I had told you I would recommend after you'd done it already, which was go go left-handed. Because it takes away, you won't yip it anymore. It doesn't mean you're going to be a great putter, but at least you're not going to be yipping it around the golf course. Yeah, exactly. But once you get the wiggles, you've got to do something to not have the wiggles, you know? And that could be left hand low, that could be left arm lock, you could claw, you could saw, you could cheat with the belly, the long cutter, right? <laughs> you could do all those things that people are doing. You'd find your ways around them, but ultimately you have to find something that you cannot do that anymore. Look at the hole, close mm-hmm. your eyes, like the, all the things that we, that we know work that take away your anticipation of impact and trying to control the face at the microsecond that you're making contact, got to have that go away exactly it's it's just you don't even want to watch her again like you know she's in contention and she's using the same putter in the same way and those strokes were like like what you said was so true like you know you'll hit a you know you'll hit a bad putt or i'll hit a bad putt and you'll lip out and like i pulled that you know and then you know it wasn't a good putt but at least it had a chance you know right it it left the putter and there was still a little hope you know we had a little bit of hope
0: yeah yeah probably gonna
1: be low but you're like maybe it'll hit something her those putts weren't even close. No. It could have been a manhole cover, and she yes. would have missed it. You know, totally. It could have could have been that big. There's no way she was making that putt. Like she could have. It was that. Uh, you know, that was that bad. And those don't go away, man. You gotta. She's got to do something different. I hope they figure that out.
0: I, I hope so too, because you know she is an elite ball striker to be sure. And she did the same thing down the stretch at Olympic in the women's open a year ago, the exact same thing. So I, I totally agree with you. Um, but the ladies game um, is got a lot of compelling folks. I mean, the quarter sisters, I mean, Nellie in particular, you know, is really strong and um, Jin Young Ko. I mean, how many greens did she hit in regulation in a row? 63, some crazy number. 63
1: right? in a row, 63, I'm never going to get over that as long as I'm in golf. I'm never going to understand that number. I I can't possibly fathom that number.
0: Well, I think you're right to not possibly fathom. It is unfathomable in many ways. I mean, you know, when that, when that happened, someone looked up and the longest streak that Tiger had was in terms of greens and regulation in a row was something like in the high twenties. I mean, which is not even halfway. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like Dimaggio's hitting streak or something. I don't know what to compare it to. I mean, it's it's incredible. Um, and and it, um, it,
1: it's just staggeringly better than anyone's ever done. You know, like it's like not even close to what anybody's ever done. It's just I, amazing to me.
0: It's I, amazing. I, I, um, and I've
1: I've gone on good runs of ball striking. You know, like every once in a while, I'll hit eighteen greens. It happens like once a year. You know. And he'll be like, wow, I hit it amazing today. I was 18. It's (laughs) 18. Maybe I'll hit the last green of the round before the first hole of the next round. I'm at 20, you know.
0: And this is tournament conditions
1: for her. Yeah, and I'm screwing around playing, you know. Give me a break. I mean, 63. I don't even, I can't even, I can't even understand that. Like not one time did you have bad club. Not one time did Augusta win wind get you. Not right. one time did you spin one off the front edge. Not one time did you have bad luck. Well, how
0: about but how about leading back up? Not one time did you hit a drive in a place where yeah. you couldn't reach the green. I mean, you know, where you were out of play or you were had to chip it out or you know, right? I mean, it's not like it's not like she's starting from the middle of the fairway. She's starting on the tee. She has to hit a shot.
1: It'd be hard to hit. I, I was trying to figure out, like, if I had sixty-three shots, how close to the green would I have to be? To hit 60.
0: Right. Three, right. How close row. would you have? Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, you, you have to be pretty close.
1: How close would I have to be? That's like, I want to know. Because think about that. Like if you, if you said, okay, well, you're I can hit 63 times on the green. I don't think I could. One of those, I'm not going to hit on the green. Right. Right. I'll fat one or thin one or something. Right. Something's going to happen. Right. I'm going to miss. Exactly. I'm going to miss a green. It's going to happen. Yeah. So that's just like 50 yards. I couldn't do it from the fairway. You know, like how close do I really have to be? That's a question I need answered in my own mind. Like if I had 50, if I had 63 greenside bunker shots, would I hit the green 63 times? I don't think so.
0: I don't know. I think I wouldn't. I don't wouldn't, wouldn't bet the ranch on it. Right. Just no one out of Yeah.
1: No way. One, one fat one, one thin one, 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 one. One. That's all take. 63
0: in a row. I know. She's great.
1: She's it's crazy, like a video dude. game she yeah she broke the she broke the whole game she broke she, she broke it she
0: totally did but the women's game has got a lot of compelling people in it I mean I I wish that you know they got a little bit more visibility and the tour was a little bit you know more compelling but I mean the players I think I mean Nellie Corda's swing I think is fantastic you know we've got all these young players coming up in Rose Zhang is you know won the McCormick medal as the Top amateur in the world, three years in a row. She just shot sixty three in the Carmel Cup at Pebble Beach in a college tournament. A um, lot of talent out there, right?
1: It is, and it's. Uh, they're getting younger, and they're getting more complete as players earlier, and fascinating to watch where the game is going. The women's game. I wish people like would watch it, you know, because it's it is really compelling how good they are. And if you ever go to a tournament in person and watch them, the the consistency of the ball striking is staggering. It's really, really good. Like the guys play very different golf. You know, it's funny because like, you'll hear, well, the guy, you know, the average player could relate more to the women's game. Okay. Maybe in distance you can, but you can't relate at all to how consistent, how good they are. We have no clue how good they're you relate a lot more to phil mickelson hit the driver than you do <laughs> genuine co a driver yeah so you are gonna you're gonna have a much better understanding of golf exactly watching the average pga tour guy who exactly. just missed the cut and he's hitting six fairways out of 14 than you are watching minji lee just absolutely stripe at every hole Right and, and lead the tour in proximity and blow away the best guys in the world from the same yardages, but with more club in her hand. Right, It's, it's just not close. Like, Minji Lee's iron play this year was ridiculous. You know, I mean, she was 125, and she's not hitting, you know, gap wedge or sand wedge like guys on tour. She's hitting pitching wedge. Maybe, right. you know, choke nine.
0: Choke nine. Like, exactly. And right. she's
1: killing them. Killing them in proximity. Killing them. 150. Probably hitting eight. Destroying those guys. Not even close. Okay. So and they'll well, all you play the same keys, you'll know, please go away with yourself. Just go away. Do not well, understand their oh, something? Totally. And that but and i even I'm forgetting- despite the difference in gender. Despite the difference, she's still better than them with more club from the same yardage. I know. It's amazing. And 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 the guys play this wild game where they hit it wherever the hell they hit it, and then they got to go find it, and then they're really strong, and they're really, really good with wedges out of all kinds of lies because that's how they grew up playing golf, and they can hit shots over trees and do all kinds of crap, and it's incredible to watch. It's incredible to watch. But it's not station-to-station methodical you know, surgical like it is on the LPGA tour with those players. They're, they're playing golf on a level of, it's like connecting dots. It's so good. It's awesome.
0: I mean, it's, it's, I would love to see them have some tournament here like that. And I'm forgetting the name of it, like the men's and women's tournament they had combined tournament they had in Europe this year, which I thought was really a fun event. Um, It'd be fun if we could do something like that in the U S.
1: Well, what uh, do you think? And I was going to ask you this question about the president's cup. And, and the and the clamor that Paul McGinley started a little bit on, on golf channel about making it a, a co-ed event with six and six, six guys, six gals. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to watch Minji Lee and Jin Young co and, you know, a bunch of those players get on board and be part of that. And would it lose something? Cause I don't think it would lose anything.
0: No, I think it would be really neat. I, I, you know, that was the chatter in the beginning of the week. I think, you know, the president's cup ended up being more compelling than I think people thought it would be the international team, you know, made it closer. I mean, there was a point on Sunday where it it got pretty close. I mean, you know, it wasn't beyond the realm that they could have had another, you know, Medina slash Brookline type comeback from four points down, which is what those, the European team at Medina and the U S team at Brookline were. So it's, you know, so I think that died down the chatter, but whether it's part of the president's cup or a separate event, I would love that. I would love to sort of have a mixed thing where, and I, you know, Mm -hmm. what I'd love to have it on. I'd love to have it on, you know, alternate shots um, and to sort of see that on alternate shots. um, And um, I, I totally agree. I mean, particularly, I mean, the international women, I mean, you know, South Korea, especially, but they, I mean, they're so strong. Um, I think it would be really, really fun and interesting. I I mean, we used to have, I mean, the JC Penny down in Florida used to have that mixed team event. Um, I think, you know, you would think the PGA and the LPGA could get together, um, particularly now that we're eliminating the wraparound and we could find some time right. in the fall to have some sort of, you know, mixed, I mean. I'm 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 going. I'm talking about something different here. I mean, I, I I agree with you on the international, you know, team event. But even if it was just something in the U.S. akin to that tournament I was referring to that Europe had with both men and women pros in it this year, um, you know, certainly the LPGA has room in their schedule, and the PGA should make it. I mean, I think you could promote it. It'd be a hell of a lot of fun. I I will tell you, as a golf consumer, um, I would love that. I would love to see, you know, a tournament come down and I've got Nellie Corda, you know, battling Scotty Scheffler. I mean, yeah. now that'd be pretty cool, right? I mean, you know, I yeah. think so.
1: So I think it'd be great in the team events to have that. I think it'd be awesome to have an alternating head captain or head coach of that team when you're being a woman in yeah. charge of all the pairings guys and girls and one year being yeah. a man in charge of all the pairings. Yeah. I think that'd be great. I think it would just, it would go a long way to further delineating the PGA tour and the LPGA tour from the live tour and all that that represents because of who's paying their bills. And I think it too would be great because you'd have the LPGA tour would be put in a spot like they deserve. Yeah. And we'd see growth we would see growth out of the game because the the level of play would be so good that it would be compelling and that's really what it comes down to you know like you want to see people playing for something that matters to them other than money in in front of a, a crowd that is partisan which is good you know i think all of that stuff mixes in and it, it it and every player that plays in these events says it's the most nervous they've ever been or it was the most stressful yeah. situation, yeah. right? So and the Solheim Cup is fabulous. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to take anything away from that. Just like the Ryder Cup is fabulous. Yeah, but it'd be great if those events were standalone on their own, and then this Presidents' Cup, it would just it would just add something to these team events that I think would be different. And like you said, I think it it'd be much must, must watch TV if you're a golf fan. Everybody totally. would be tuned into that. Oh, and totally. It would, it would bring in sports fans, too, other than golfers, which is one of the things that all the majors does pretty well, and certainly the Ryder Cup does really well, is it brings in people that aren't even necessarily golf fans because they're watching something that's a little bit different. And it's not different because they have music on the first tee.
0: Or, or, or a shotgun.
1: <laughs> exactly. No shotgun. Because then all the all the matches could end at the same time. It'd be so interesting. Yeah,
0: exactly. I've, yeah, let's do a shotgun at Augusta I like that. No, this is a perfect... We we we've come perfect circle. We started with Live, and they're crowing about growing the game, and and we've talked about what BS that is. And this is something. I mean, just think of it. If you're out there, if you're you know a teenager, you're watching. You know, Nelly Corda and Adam Scott, because they're on opposite teams and they're both sitting there with 150 yard shots in and, you know, and you see Nelly stiff it inside of it. I mean, it'd be very cool.
1: I think it'd be fun, too, if you had because, you know, this would happen where each team in an alternate shot is choosing who's going to tee off on the odds yes, or the even yes, holes. Yes, and it'd yeah. be really fascinating to watch them not have the guy against the guy. Yes, you know? totally. That would be awesome. If you had the girl teen off and the guy teen off on the same hole and then having those approach shots be different. that would be, totally. that'd be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. I think it'd be great. Like I, I just, it's like it needs to happen because I just wish the girls would get the coverage and the recognition that they deserve for how good they are. I mean, if you had Danielle Kang out there playing in that event, I'm telling you right now, she'd be in it to win it. You know, No question she'd about be, it. It'd be a lot of fun having her there. And oh, I think totally. I mean, we have, such, we have, we have a neat group of, of women right now. They're, they're different. I mean, both court of sisters are obviously fantastic players. Danielle's a great, great player. There'd be, there can be a lot of fun watching those players take on not just the South Korean women, but maybe the South Korean men. Yeah. That'd be really fun. What a fun pairing, right? Could, would you have like Tom Kim and, and Min and, uh, and, uh, Jin Young-Ko playing against, you know, a, a couple of American players. That'd be really fascinating. Stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly. If Nelly Corden, Jordan Spieth against those two, how much fun would that be to watch?
1: that'd be really cool. That'd exactly. be really cool. I I think, well, we, we, we fantasized about this. We'll have to, well, hope, we're well thinking hopefully thinking it into we'll, reality.
0: Hopefully Jay Monahan is listening to this. So, you know, I'm sure, uh, I'm he, sure he, he
1: will be. I'm,
0: I'm sure, sure he, he will be, be. It's
1: hanging on every word for sure.
0: Exactly. Brady, this is always, it's been fabulous. Um, thank you so much. My pleasure, um, man. And, um, a lot of fun and, uh, we'll see what, um, what awaits us on live and everything else but i think we agree i mean both the men and the women are in uh, games or in some great places with a lot of young talent and it'll be fun to see um how that unfolds
1: i totally agree no i'm i'm ready to watch
0: you and me both thank you buddy
1: all right man